there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Vredestein tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Let's go, stinking genius. Go. Let's, let's go, go, big let's boy. Let's go, let's go as we come to you live from the Tyrac.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Now, today is the start of that week where you're procrastinating on everything, right? You're procrastinating on starting the diet, starting the exercise plan, right? Because every New Year's resolution for those of us fatties like myself (laughs) is to get in shape and eat healthier and be smarter and and become more handsome and more healthy. But, Arnie, I kind of feel like you need to go ahead and start on on, on your New Year's resolution, too. Wow. Wow. What's my New Year's resolution? You don't even know what my New Year's resolution is. Well, maybe not so much your New Year's resolution. But number one, it's time to freshen up the resume. Get on LinkedIn. Have you heard of LinkedIn before? I've heard of it. I'm on LinkedIn. Okay, okay. very good, very good. And maybe buy a couple new pairs of walking shoes because as LG Brandon, I wonder what that stands for, on Twitter points out, please, Chris, follow up and follow through to make sure Arnie quits and walks to L.A. when the Dolphins lose to the Jets in two no, weeks. No, 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 no. First of all, I said yesterday when we were doing our show that if it came down for the Dolphins to get into the playoffs and we were playing the Jets, there's no way we lose to the Jets, and I would walk to Los Angeles and hand in my resignation if that's going on. But that's with two as our quarterback. No. That's my quarterback, no. man. No. That's no. my no. quarterback, man. Thankfully, we have tape on this. Uh, now, obviously, this isn't as solid of a wager as – uh, we like to point out our man Mark Willard, who once bet that he would cut both of his arms off. He didn't even Ma- cut one of his hands off. I mean, you got to do something when you make a yeah, bet like that. Exactly. If LeBron James ever won a title again in Cleveland, so Willard, we're waiting for those body parts. Um, <laughs> this is though something that you did very. Uh, Bo Benson was in last night. Um, Bo can He's attest out to, to get it. me. 
No, you're out to get yourself, Arnie, well, when you keep saying this myself. stupid stuff. I Let mean, me hear it. Let me hear what you got. Get to it. Well, no, we, we didn't dig it up quite yet. Well, we We're just, okay. no, I'm, I'm not I'm not going for, for blood yet. No, I'm not the new year, new me yet. I've got a few days for that. I'm still a little bit forgiving for what you decided to do. But why in the world would you bet your job on a team that's lost four straight games just okay. because the Jets started Zach Wilson the other night and now they got Mike White back? I know. What are Look you even how doing? Change in twenty four. It's just absolutely disgusting. They no, are Zach it's not how things have changed in twenty four hours. It's how it's been for the last freaking five weeks of the season, and you refuse to see it. No, what do you mean I refuse to see it? Look, you refuse to see it. They hit a little bit of a bump, but now we know that the season's O-V-E-R uh, for the Dolphins. Without a little two. I, bit of a bump. It, it, it's done. I mean, I don't know what I don't know what else is going to happen. I, I don't know where this came from. Did you notice ever since he went down with the concussion, um, they didn't score any more points. It was 20 to 10 at the time when he hit his head in the Green Bay game. And after that, he was he threw three interceptions in the second half. I mean, well, he was let's horrible. let's give some context to it. Okay, welcome in Arnie and Plank sitting in for Jason and Mike every Sunday night. Uh, we get a chance to to hang out here on Fox Sports Radio and uh, during the NFL season and NFL recap show during the NFL off season. It's it's Arnie telling us every single Sunday night that the Dolphins are going to win the Super Bowl. I mean that that's the show. Oh, now uh, now you're gonna hang that on me because they weren't they weren't eight and three at one point and on their way until bad things happen. But go ahead. Yeah, I mean. It's, it's called a season. They play 17 games, 18 weeks for a season, but no, no, no. Let's knee jerk after uh, five or six games, eight games and call it a, a career. So with that in mind, every single Sunday night, we have to hear about the Dolphins and the Dolphins. And my, my plea to you has constantly been, you can be good and not say we're going to the Super Bowl. You can be a, a team and not be disappointed when they don't win the Super Bowl. You have set yourself up for failure with this. Now you're going to have to quit. Now you're going to have to walk from Vermont to L.A. I don't even know when you're going to get there. Uh, you're going to look like no, Forrest Gump with a beard. <laughs> but the bottom line here and kind of what's led everyone to to start to write the epitaph, not just on the on the season for the Dolphins with their four-game skid that they're in the midst of. And you know, an interesting couple of weeks left in the season. But we find out from Mike McDaniel earlier today that Tua is back in concussion protocol. And based on uh, the video evidence, I mean, let's let's face it, Arnie, it looked it looked it looked pretty significant. The that shot that he took. Now. Is that three this year? But you know, I I read from one of the former players in the NFL. He said one of his teammates retired by having three concussions in his career. <laughs> three in a career, and he decided to say that's, I, that's too many. Um, we have three that he knows of this year. How many does he have that we don't know of? You know what I'm saying? No, I, I completely and totally 100% yeah. agree. Now it's not just a situation where you know, you're worried about him next week and the following week, but Arnie, this becomes, as you just brought up, a situation where you start thinking about 2023 and beyond, and you, you mentioned those numbers, right? Pre this shot that he took with, let's see, what was the exact time of it? Uh, it was at it was two, 2010, I know that, uh, the score. The, the time, Arnie, yeah. I've got the score right here, it's 20 to 10. Um, 2.40 left in the uh, first half. 9 of 12, 229 yards, 19 yards per attempt, and a touchdown. From the moment after he was knocked to the turf and his head bounced off the field, Tua was 7 of 13 for 81 yards and three interceptions, three wow. picks. And again, this came with 2.40 to go in the first half and the Dolphins up 20 to 10. I mean, I don't, I don't really know how much, much more we can go in depth on this. I, I, I'm sure two of the competitor is going to want to play this weekend. But my gosh, what do you do right now if you're the Miami Dolphins going forward with the concerns that you have to have regarding to his future and the delicate nature with which you have to handle these types of situations? Well, even before we get there, Chris, I, I do have a, a few questions. Uh, I want to know why the coaching staff didn't see this. Uh, no players, no teammates saw this. What about the the guys up in in the uh, in New York, and what about the guys upstairs whose only job is to see if somebody could be under a concussion system? 
symptoms and to get them out. And they fail their job also. You're talking about the NFL. You're talking about the Miami Dolphins. You're talking about teammates. Man, you talk about a lawsuit. This guy continued to play, um, and this is his third concussion, and everything fell by the wayside. Uh, All the checks and balances, nothing threw up a warning flag. Nobody said anything. Nobody saw what happened, though as soon as they announced that he was under concussion protocol, if you looked on Twitter, boom, we knew exactly what it was, right? Oh, it must have been on this hit. Somebody put it right up there. Right. Um, I'm right. kind of shocked that nobody picked it up earlier, to be honest with you. Well, and and it's, again, another another miss. I mean, what we're a couple of weeks removed from Nelson Aguilar basically having to yes. beg them yeah. to take Devontae Parker off the field. And what did the NFL do in response to that? Oh, no, this wasn't a failure of anything. It actually worked out pretty well because, see, Arnie, what we want is for nobody to see anybody get this concussion and have to have a player beg you to get them out of the game. Mm-hmm. That's what we want in this whole system. But, I mean, I again, if if an athlete is able to not show anything, right? If you're able to get off the field and not show any um, ill effects, right? And and nobody even, and everyone should be watching everything and it's kind of hard, but to, to not be able to say, hey, I'm, I'm a little bit foggy right now. I mean, I go back to Thursday night. Dude, Thursday night, Trevor Lawrence looked like he was concussed. Yes. Right. In the second, so I think that was, out, yeah. dude, he got, he got rocked and he gets up, shakes his head. I don't even think I ever saw a trainer come and check on him. So I'm with you. This is, again, a challenge, I think, week in, week out, year in and year out for the NFL to continue to take this Wait. seriously. But, Arnie, yeah. it also falls on the player. I was just about to say, where does Tua take responsibility right. in this? He's got to say, hey, hey you know what? I, I had my bell rung there a little bit. I, I got to go ahead and get checked out. He's got to speak up. If he doesn't speak up, ultimately, it's got to be his responsibility. Chris, it has to. No, I, I I agree. And then you 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 walk into this very tight line where if 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 you do go and you take yourself out of the game, you're not man. How smart is that guy? He's he's looking out for himself. He's trying to do what's right. This is this is smart. What an example he says. No 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 no. What is he, dude? How soft is he? Right. I mean, right. you got to be out there for your teammates. There's I'm watching Monday Night Football. There's three minutes to go in the game. You're down 10. You can't be leaving the game. So it's this incredible double-edged sword to where we all want to act like we care about concussions and concussion protocols. But as soon as a guy leaves the game, we're, oh, look at his body language. Well, I've had a concussion before. I've never looked like that. So I just feel like it's like this incredible catch-22 for athletes right now. You know what's interesting about the whole thing, Chris? You think we would have learned our lesson. I say we as a collective whole um, because this is to his third concussion. Every, everybody's outraged. You've read Twitter. You see what everybody's writing. Uh, you know, this may be the end of his career. Why was he out there? Why did they go out? You know, why did they pull him out? Blah, 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 blah. But yet all the all we hear now is it's still too early to decide who's going to be, if he's going to be able to play against the Patriots. It, it, shouldn't they just say, you know, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Shouldn't they say, hey, that that's it. He can't play against the Patriots. There's just no way. It was his third concussion in so many weeks. It, it's only, what, six days before the seven days, whatever, six days before the next game. I'm sorry. he He's out at least for the Patriot game and we'll decide what's up with the Jets game. But they're keeping us open to maybe he'll be playing against the Patriots. Could you mm. imagine if he plays against the Patriots and gets hurt again? Oh, my goodness. Can I make a prediction? Yeah, he plays. I think he's going to play against the Patriots. I was thinking the same thing, but I don't want people to start tweeting me. <laughs> I'm some type of moron. No, I'm thinking I just, he might play also, though, you know? I mean, whenever the comment is, yeah, he's in concussion protocol, we'll see. When you're on number three on the season, yeah. it, it shouldn't be that he's in concussion protocol, Arnie. It should be he's out. Right. All right, he's out. He's not going to play one, this yeah. weekend. Um, we're going to contemplate what week 18 will look like. I mean, when it's, oh, he's in concussion protocol, we shall see. Yeah, exactly. uh, that, to me, tells me that there's a really good chance we're not going to see either Teddy Bridgewater or Skylar Thompson. No one else to come in and work some Big 12 magic like Brock Purdy has. I think we're going to see Tua on, on Sunday. I, I absolutely do. I believe it at the core of, of, of my heart. So, we're going to talk about it a lot tonight, and obviously we'll start working on the path that Arnie needs to take from Vermont to L.A., and, and we'll start pinning that's that That's only if it was my letter. quarterback, man. That's my quarterback, Tua. Come on now. Bo, did we have any caveats on that prediction last night that you remember? No, there were none. None. Oh, none he whatsoever. has it out for me. Are we going to talk about who's going to be the quarterback next year for the Dolphins? Well, we're going to get to that coming up live tonight from the tire rack. Can you say Tom studios. Brady? 
And as always, we've got the tailgate presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own, backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty, free home delivery, BigGreenEgg.com. Now, before we grab our initial time out of the show, Arnie, we are watching Monday Night Football, and uh, I I think I liked what our buddy Matt Verderam said. Matt Verderam, who... Uh, has been on with us somewhat regularly on Sunday nights on Fox Sports Radio, said, I firmly would expect the Chargers to either win 41-7 to or lose 41-7 to based on the way their season is, <laughs> the season is gone. Uh, and that's, it, it, it. again, we're not getting a blowout here by any stretch of the imagination this no. evening, but it's it's been an apt offensive play from, from Indianapolis. They've done just enough to be a problem. Uh, defensively to slow things down for for Justin Herbert and the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers need a win to secure a playoff berth if the Chargers lose, and they lead it 13-3 to with just over 340 to go in the third quarter. If the Chargers uh, lose tonight, then that keeps a handful of teams still alive for the playoffs, and they have to win next week. But, I mean, this is just... I'm sorry. I, I, I love the Nick Foles story, and I know he's one of your boys from Arizona, Arnie. That's right. I, Bear down. I, I, I love what he did whenever he led the Eagles to the Super Bowl. But, man, um, it is really, really hard to watch the Colts offensively. And, um, I I mean, it's almost just unfair. First of all, Khalil Mack throwing your right tackle into the next zip code. Nick Foles, this poor old man trying to run away from Khalil Mack, is ridiculous. And, um, I, I don't know how Indianapolis is going to score in this game. Oh, the Chargers yeah. are going to win it despite getting in their own way, and they're going to the playoffs. By the way, I know you're Mr. Football, Mr. NFL. You'll watch any game out there. Would you rather go shopping with your wife or watch the Colts and maybe Denver? How about, the, how about that as a matchup you might have to watch? Huh? Those are the two worst teams in the NFL right now, if you ask me. Well, um, I, I, w- I would say that if it builds up a little bit of like uh, – <laughs> You know, when you played Mario Brothers, you get all those coins. If this yes, could give me some yes. coins in the honeydew, then I might You're go ahead shopping, and miss the yeah. game. Yeah, I right. think I'm missing the game no matter what, to be honest. With you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to give me points. Well, the Colts are trying to make a game of this, thanks again to the Chargers' ineptness. Uh, a botched punt return. Are they going to say that he was out of bounds when he recovered this, Arnie? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. That'd be great if they – if they. Well, it doesn't make a difference, really. The Chargers are pretty much going to go ahead and be in this thing. <laughs> so, on a punt return, just real quick, uh, literally botched, dropped, fight for the football yeah, right 30, near the sidelines. Yeah, yeah no, I think – out of bounds, yeah. so it should be dead right there. Even though he didn't have it, he was touching it. I don't know if you have to possess yeah. it. No, Clay Martin's going to be all over this. You don't have to possess it. You just okay. have to touch it. So that's going to be Charger football. And, ooh, that could have been a ma- – well, did he possess it? Scott, okay, no, it's going to be Charger football. Colts nearly had a big break to recover a fumble there, but – Thanks to, I don't know, maybe a little bit of luck where that happened. Chargers get the football, uh, and and they're rolling over Indy tonight, 13-3. to All right, we got a busy show, four hours tonight, including the power hour and the bonus hour. Coming up, we haven't even hit on the big story from earlier today. Nathaniel Hackett is out. Who's next in the NFL? And after week 16, we know this. Plus, Todd Furman is coming up live from Vegas, and we got to figure out what's going on in Green Bay. So we'll uh, catch up with our buddy Peter Bukowski. It's all on a busy Monday night with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. 
Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Redestein tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Vredestein test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it's Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. I hope everyone had a great Christmas. Uh, It was pretty cool spending Christmas with you last night as we recapped Week 16. Of course, we were constantly refreshing Twitter last night, waiting for Nathaniel Hackett to get fired. (laughs) Didn't happen during our show last night, but boom, it dropped today. We got much more on that coming up from the TireRack.com studios. Todd Furman is slated to join us coming up here in just a bit. So it's 13-3 to Chargers as we head to the fourth quarter in Monday Night Football. The Colts currently have it fourth and one at the Chargers 11-yard line because, well, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Chargers, yeah, yeah, 11-yard line. Arnie, they called the punt recovered by the Chargers, so after a botched punt, Los Angeles got the football on their own 18-yard line, and then two plays later, uh, DeForest Bunkner sacks Justin Herbert, Quitty Pay gets the recovery. What do the kids say? Ball don't lie. The Colts get the football back at the Chargers 21-yard line. Now, let's see. You think they still follow through and go for this after the break? Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. You, oh, you have to go for it. Yeah. First of all, Nick Foles, uh, it looked like he was trying to run. It looked like a gazelle oh, with two broken legs. I mean, it, it, it just it couldn't move at all. And he was They completed it. You got to go ahead and go for it because you don't know if you're ever going to get close to a touchdown again. If you're a big uh, stats guy tonight, uh, here's what it looks like for Nick Foles. 10 of 20 for 72 yards, three interceptions, and four sacks. By the way, Justin Herbert, not much better, an interception in four sacks. And as we're joined by Todd Furman from, of course, the Bet the Board podcast, you hear him here on Fox Sports Radio on the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. And, of course, on Sunday nights with us, Todd, how ugly is this? I mean, good luck if you've made it to this point. I'm sorry if you had any of these guys in fantasy or any player props tonight. This is disgusting. Well, the only player that's gone off and obviously paying dividends for fantasy owners would be Keenan Allen with his 10-catch performance so far. But you're exactly right. Not much to try and highlight here. Justin Herbert's stat line, pretty pedestrian. Nick Foles playing like a quarterback that hadn't taken reps with the starters all season long. For those folks that he was going to be able to channel a little bit of that Philly special, including Jim Irsay, I'm not quite sure uh, what Kool-Aid they were drinking. But uh, either way, a gritty performance thus far for the Chargers and 15 minutes away from punching their ticket to the postseason as an AFC wild. Team. Todd, what can I get the Dolphins to win the Super Bowl next year when they're all healthy? No, what, what am I going to do, Todd? The, the line has gone from two and a half. Miami was a two and a half point favorite. Patriots are point and a half uh, a point favorite. Uh, do you think two has a chance to play? They didn't say he was out. If not, is it Teddy B or, or Thompson? I don't even know who's going to be at this point. Uh, I would be stunned, honestly, if we're talking about uh, two of out there this week, given the sensitivity around concussions and the fact that this would be his third of the season, waking up with concussions like symptoms just a real rough story uh, for the way it's been handled on a variety of fronts and obviously for a Dolphins team that we talked about as having an inside track a few weeks ago getting into the playoffs and now in the midst of a four-game losing streak and it doesn't get any easier with a trip to New England this weekend or a home date with the New York Jets to close things out in week 18. Todd before we kind of get your perspective on on some of the numbers from this weekend and if it was a good week or a bad week for the books I just want to get a general thought from you on the Broncos 
Um, how did it go so wrong? I mean, obviously, Nathaniel Hackett gets fired. If they could, they'd probably be trying to get out of this Russell Wilson contract. But in your mind, from someone who follows this closely, where did things go so wrong for Denver this year? Uh, you know, I think they kind of made this the same mistake that uh, a lot of us did in thinking that Russell Wilson just had one down season and that he was suddenly going to regain that franchise quarterback MVP type performance level. That just hasn't been the case. And when you invest that much in a quarterback and give him an extension with such large numbers attached to it, giving up draft compensation, it puts you between a rock and a hard place. Now, I do think what you're going to see next year is the Broncos are going to try and bring in an offensive mind to work with Russ, figure out if they can resurrect his career. If things are to go sideways in 2023, then they have to figure out if they just rip the Band-Aid off, take the cap hit, mm. and start to develop a younger quarterback. Because I don't think you can play this out for the remaining years on the terms of his deal if you're starting to abandon fans confidence in you they don't see a path to being successful uh, in the near future the silver lining for the broncos though there are a lot of weapons to be excited about on the offensive side they've been banged up there uh, and the defense up until what we saw on christmas day against the rams hadn't quit all season long but that was a downright embarrassing performance from everyone donning broncos colors Oh, Todd, you know how they say, oh, look at Haley's comments. It's once in a lifetime. It's once in a lifetime you can see it. Once in a lifetime. I love the Chiefs minus 10. That's a one. That's a once in a millennial time. You can once in a decade, once in a century type bet. I love the Chiefs already up to 13 and a half, though, there, Todd. Yeah, this number really wasn't 10 for that long. Uh, it was 10 early on before you saw the Broncos stub their toe on Sunday. You're closer to the <laughs> two-touchdown tariff now, Ernie, uh, with the Chiefs a 13.5-point favorite. Total on the game at 45. This is all about the Broncos' defense, and if they're fully entrenched and no reason to believe they wouldn't be against a divisional opponent, uh, that's going to be the key in all of this because it was only a few short weeks ago. Yes, Denver spotted Kansas City a nearly a four-touchdown lead, but showed a ton of fight getting back into that game and ultimately covering you know, as a 10-point home underdog in that spot. We'll see what we have here, but Kansas City obviously going to be rooting for carnage on Monday night between the Bills and Bengals, uh, hoping that they can find a way into that coveted number one seed. So last night, last night we uh, I had brought up how I've been impressed with what the favorites have done to separate themselves, right? Specifically Kansas City and Cincinnati, and of course that led to a, what are you talking about? Cincinnati's getting uh, fat on soft teams. The, char- the Chiefs are just basically riding MVP. I mean, I, I kind of feel like, Todd, if there is anything I've learned these last few weeks is we've seen just win baby right from the bills and the chiefs, and the Bengals. And even though the, the, the Eagles didn't have their starting quarterback, they found a way last week, the Vikings. Oh my gosh. Good luck figuring out that roller coaster this year, but they still win football games. Am I losing my mind here or is it enough to say, Hey, you're winning and advancing at this point in the season and improving your seed. Well, putting the Bengals uh, in the same breath as the Vikings, I think, does a service to what's going on with Cincinnati right now because they're a little bit better on the defensive side of the ball. The big question they're going to have to address going forward now is what that offensive line will look like without Leal Collins. That's a massive loss when you're talking about setting up those building blocks in front of Joe Burrow. But the craziest part about the Bengals is that they've been the best-kept secret, well, maybe not for recreational betters, uh, but they've definitely baffled oddsmakers. You look at the Bengals over the last 23 games they've played, they They've exceeded oddsmakers' expectation in 20 of those games, and that shouldn't happen in the NFL where we talk about a dynamic pricing model and ultimately that catching up to teams. But clearly they'll have one of their biggest tests uh, on Monday night. They at least get the game in their own building. And at this point in his early career, I don't want to discount anything that Joe Burrow is capable of doing, knowing the variety of weapons he's surrounded by. And if you take away Jamar Chase like the Patriots did last week, he'll kill you with another weapon as T. Higgins went off with 128 yards, you know, his second most prolific performance since the bye week where he went for 148 against the Steelers. Dot, I'm surprised the line hasn't changed as we get to college, get ready for the semis. What, Michigan's still 7.5, Georgia's still 6.5. I thought Michigan would be up by like 10 now since it's a, a pretty much a sure thing they'll win by three touchdowns. <laughs> well, if it's a sure thing, Arnie, then uh, you should be able to retire after we see the game played on December <laughs> 31st. No reason for you to show up to work. It's found money. You'll be able to live wherever you want or build a bigger beach house on Lake Champlain <laughs> that you can take advantage of for the three and a half weeks you get a summer up there in Burlington, Vermont. Um, when you're looking at TCU Michigan, though, this number hasn't budged. Uh, still seven and a half, like you mentioned, down a touch from where it was on the open. And I think the big question for TCU, can they hold up in the trenches? Are they able to do something to slow down that Michigan ground game? Because TCU is the more dynamic offensive team. And if they can protect Mac Dug- Max Dugan and you get a healthy Quinton Johnston on the outside, uh, I think TCU has enough firepower to keep this game relatively competitive. 
The other semifinal, not much movement there either. Every time it goes to seven, you get a little bit of an appetite from professional bettors to back the underdog. My power numbers don't come anywhere close to making Georgia a touchdown favorite. The problem that I'm struggling with right now is the eye test and watching Ohio State get absolutely mauled at the point of contact, not just this year by Michigan, but last year in Ann Arbor as well, knowing Georgia wants to beat you up and they'll take advantage of play action utilizing their talented trio of tight ends. Nice. Hey, hey, Todd, final thought for me real quick on this. Have you seen a lot of movement on those lines? Well, let me rephrase it. Not movement. A lot of action on these games. Are people excited about it from a gambling perspective uh, this coming weekend? Always generates a ton of buzz, and I think what you're going to see sports books needing uh, to kind of rub my crystal ball in anticipation of Saturday is one of those underdogs to win outright because the recreational better looks. They see two favorites priced in that six and a half, seven, seven and a half range. They automatically assume that the chalk is going to hold, and we're going to get a national championship of Georgia, Michigan, a replay of the disaster that was the Orange Bowl last year. So if one of the underdogs does happen to win outright, it puts the books in a big in a good spot. The one caveat I'll add to that is. When when you look at Ohio State's odds to win the national championship, those prices drifted out to 20 to 1 after the loss Oof. against Michigan. So there is a little bit of liability wow. there for the scarlet and gray. And the books that I've spoken to said if Georgia wins and ends up holding serve, that would put them in one of the best spots, knowing that they were prohibitive favorites even before the season started. Mm. Well, let's hope Tua can play this week. That's all I can say there, Tom. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't, be so, I wouldn't be so optimistic about that, Arnie. I'm not sure the Dolphins are going to trot out to it. You may have to live through the Skylar Thompson slash Teddy Bridgewater experience in earnest up there at Foxborough. Hey, little-known Big 12 quarterbacks are on fire right now in the NFL. Yeah. Hey, Todd, I'm sorry. I want to slide one more in because you know i got to get a, a Homer Raider take. What is the buzz on the ground there? Uh, are we seeing the end of the Derek Carr era? Because, I mean, Mark Davis has already thrown his support behind the McDaniels-Ziegler combination, and I don't know if you can just uproot and coach and GM like that when when it's not like this team has been terrible this year they just don't know how to finish games but are they going to do it going forward without four as their quarterback I think they're going to have to try and find a dance partner. And when you look at Derek Carr's capabilities, uh, I mean, I, I'd put him in that middle tier. Uh, I won't call him a top five or top eight quarterback, but I think with surrounding personnel, if he's capable of winning in the elements, he becomes an attractive proposition. And does he become the kind of quarterback that the Jets feel gets them over the top uh, or someone else out there? going to be very interesting to see because that Raiders – roster does have some talent we know about the relationship between him and Devontae Adams we'll see what kind of long-term deal or at least an extension they potentially put on the table for Josh Jacobs but I don't think it all falls on car with what's gone wrong this season when you look at a team that's blown significant leads some of that burden falls on McDaniels but to your point Chris I don't think Mark Davis wants to admit he was wrong in the higher year so you're going to get another season at minimum with uh, Josh McDaniels Uh, calling the place I I wish we could have car and Adams uh, car goes to Miami and brings Adams with him and then we get the Three best receivers out there. How about that? I, I don't think there's. I don't think there's enough wiggle room in the salary cap, Arnie. They're going to need some creative Arnie Spanier yes. uh, sports betting math to be able to fit all of those pieces under the cap and allow you guys to go out there and compete. Uh, Good man, Todd. It. Have a great week, Thanks, buddy. We'll Tom, talk to you. Always a pleasure, guys. Enjoy the bowl games. Todd Furman here on yes. Fox Sports Radio with Arnie Spanier. I'm Chris Plank. All right, Monte Bolanos. Come on now. Bolanos is in tonight. Get with I, it. I'm sitting here and, I, and I was about ready to go to you, and then in the middle of it, I started getting depressed about the Monty. end of the Derek Carr era. So oh. anyway, Monte, I think what's it is the on? end of the Derek Carr era. She posts a sad. picture on Twitter and every guy with her, oh, you're fire. You're, <laughs> I post a picture. I never get, Arnie, you're fire. You're a great I will man. post your fire next time yeah, you post a you, picture, Arnie. You. I got you. Okay. I'll use all the fire emojis too, okay? <laughs> okay. So you, you don't, don't feel to, left out. You don't need out. to feed his ego. <laughs> you don't have to. Oh, but I will. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> the Chargers are trying to clinch a play playoff spot and they will if they beat the Colts I guess you don't have to be pretty you just gotta win right but the score is 13 to 3 10 minutes to go in the game Justin Herbert has thrown for 234 yards no touchdowns he has one interception Nick Foles has thrown for 72 yards no touchdowns three interceptions still 10 minutes to go in the game you guys were talking about quarterbacks to a Togovailoa well the Eagles have not ruled out quarterback Jalen Hurts from playing in week 17 against the Saints leaving his status up in the air Ravens head coach John Harbaugh is unsure of quarterback Lamar Jackson's status for Sunday's game against the Steelers. And of course, I doubt you've missed it, but in case you have, the Broncos fired head coach Nathaniel Hackett after a 4-11 start. Jerry Rosberg will become the interim head coach for the Broncos for the remainder of the season. Even though this football game's a little boring, at least my Clippers have made my night exciting. They were down 14 points with a little over three minutes to go against the Pistons. They came back and won in overtime, 142-131. to Paul George had 32 
points and 11 assists. The Nets have extended their winning streak to nine after defeating the Cavaliers 125 to 117. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving each had 42 points. How about this? Brooklyn shot 60% from the three-point line. I know, compared to Cleveland's 36.1. The Heat held on to beat the Timberwolves 113 to 110, and the Rockets outscored the Bulls in Chicago 133 to 118. The Pelicans got past the Pacers 113 to 93, extending their winning streak to three. Back to you guys. Thanks, Monse. It's already blank, uh, sitting in, not just fitting in, uh, for (laughs) Jason and Mike. Touchdown, charge. Oh, they're going to say down the one yard line. Uh, My feet is probably behind yours, Arnie. So is that going to be ruled a touchdown? No, they got a touchdown anyway. So it looks like the Chargers are in the playoffs to lose in the first round. Congratulations. You think they're going out in the first round? Uh, who would they be their possible matchup? I, I like how your automatic response is, they are done, see you later. All right, who are they playing, Arnie? I don't know. Uh, they're just they're just out. They'll play um, Cincinnati and Cincinnati. I think, uh, it, it, matter of fact, they potentially, just... Uh, potentially, yeah. potentially. All right, listen, nothing. There is a, there's a three-team battle for the top seed right now, and Cincinnati plays Buffalo on Monday night. They wouldn't win at Cincinnati, Kansas City, or Buffalo, so it doesn't make a difference. Uh, but they got into the playoffs. That's all that really matters at this point. Well, they could still potentially chase down the Baltimore Ravens if they lose their last. I mean, that you're looking at the Ravens right now at ten and five. Yeah, Los Angeles after tonight's game will be nine and six. And six so right. you're sitting here trying to declare these things with. Uh, who are you? Are you one of the Achos trying to claim this is just a social media quarterback here in Justin Herbert? What are you even, doing here? You know, even if they went up to number five, I think I would take Jacksonville over the Chargers at that point. Also, I'm if thinking I might take it. Jacksonville over whomever they play in the first round. If That's it's, true. If it's Baltimore or the Chargers, with the way they're looking right now, but I, I want to follow up on one thing quick, so yeah. so I can get it out of the way. So I'll be able to say Munsey's name right all night long, and I won't get depressed about uh, the future for the Raiders right now. But Arnie, I'm not kidding. I was legit sad when I started digging into the reality of what is the end of the Derek Carr era for the Las Vegas Raiders. Nine seasons, and they're done. It's over. Um, Mark Davis has thrown his support behind the coaching staff and and the front office. Right. And it's just for some reason, it just hasn't clicked between Carr and and Josh McDaniels. So I don't know who you blame. Uh, I, again, I didn't blame Carr for, for Saturday night. I mean, my gosh, two of his three picks hit right off the hands of of their wide receivers, and two of their biggest runs of the game were called back for stupid holding penalties. I don't think those are Derek Carr's fault. But again, someone's going to take the fall whenever a team that has a payroll like this right. finishes whatever they finish. If it's, I, don't, I'm, I mean, I hope they lose every game the rest of the way out to improve their draft position. But I got to tell you something. Um, I don't know if this is the right move. And, and the reason being, here's what it is. Uh, Carr's got an out in his contract to where if the Raiders, two weeks after the Super Bowl, don't commit to him, then they lose him for a $5 million cap hit. Now, they, they can work out a trade, and they can try to trade him, and I'm sure there would be a market out there for him, but it has to happen quick. And then we've also learned that, he he can't get hurt in these last two weeks because right. yes, if he gets exactly. injured, then that's automatically guaranteeing that contract for 2024 and beyond, 2023 and 2024, excuse me. So, I mean, Josh McDaniels was even asked about it today, and he said, hey, you know, there's going to be some things we'll consider where we are, contractual issues. So when when you start looking around the league, the, the 12, maybe 13 teams that are looking for a quarterback, if you didn't have the Raiders on there, Adam, and if you didn't have Derek Carr in that mix, put him in there because I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's going to go somewhere in ball, and I think he's going to be a good addition, and I'm sure the Raiders will get someone decent, but, man, it just sucks to think about not being able to get over that hump after the end of last season when you thought, okay, bringing in Devontae Adams, now you got Waller, Adams, Renfro, uh, you got Josh Jacobs, even though they declined his fifth-year option, and they're going to pay for that, but it's just – it's wild to see where we thought this team was making the playoffs last year to where they are now missing them officially with the Chargers win tonight and being as pathetic in close games as they are this year. It's just you know, I it's unfortunate. Ask, I didn't think they were I didn't think he was gonna come back anyway, but I didn't know how it was gonna work out with the money. When you say a five million dollar cap it, does that mean that's also what they have to give him in salary also, or do they have to give him more money and it's still only a five million dollar cap? Nothing. Hit? 
Yeah. Oh, Fine. No, they, don't have to, they don't have to give him a set. Wow. No. Okay, they're but, out in the contract. Okay, yeah, yeah. They're done. Right. Well, then he's he's not coming back. Matter of fact, um, there's no way you could play him the last two games, right? You just can't do it. I, I fully expect him not to even um, suit up in there. I don't even think he should be even the backup. You put him in as a backup. He gets hurt. You've guaranteed um, the next year's salary. So uh, you're not in the playoffs. I don't go ahead and even dress him. Um, unfortunately, now what are you going to do as a replacement? The first thing you got to do is find somebody that's going to make the fan base exciting, that they're going to be excited about. You got to also get somebody that's going to make Devontae Adams happy. And as far as I'm concerned, to get a little buzz to your team. And there's one person that could do all three of those, of those things, and, and that's Tom Brady. That's the first person. I'd call him up right after the season. I'd call him up right now if I could without getting busted so I don't lose a draft pick. Even if I did, who cares? And say, Tom, you know the draft pick you cost a dollar. Dolphins, we're here to ask you the same thing. We want you to come to Las Vegas, and I bet you that's the first place he might uh, consider. I don't think so. I no, don't think why it not because I don't think it ended well between him and McDaniel's. There's a, a little thing called research, and if you dig, you might notice that Brady was a little bit frustrated with the strict nature of what McDaniel's wanted from his offense and wanted more creativity and but wanted one with him, a little though. bit more freedom and. Yeah, but the the lasting image is moving on from Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick and doing what? Winning a Super Bowl. Has Belichick or McDaniels been the same since he's gone? No. Has Tom been the same this year since they've been gone? You could say the same thing. You know, if I was That's him, three I'd years say, removed, I, dude. They won a Super Bowl. I know that, but I would sit down with Tom and say, look, Tom, maybe we didn't have the best of uh, a relationship at the end there, but look, you and I know each other a long no. time. You've got a year or two left. I'm here. Let's go ahead. Let's do it again. Nah, I, I, I don't think Tom Brady's the answer in Vegas. I think what you do is you go find, if it's Jarrett Stidham, who's been there a year, and you draft a quarterback in the first round. Go start your future. Move up. Oh, You're the same dude every single freaking Sunday night that talks about, ah, go get a quarterback in the first round. Now I'm saying with three decent quarterbacks and maybe a fourth or a fifth in this draft in an Anthony Richardson, maybe someone like that, go get him, develop for a year, and let's see what happens. Oh, by the way, a dude like Lamar Jackson might be out there on a free agent market this year. Baker Mayfield suddenly looks like a new right. guy who could be a nice Jimmy little G. stopgap quarterback for a couple of years. Jimmy G has experience and some success with McDaniel. So you want to you I learned it from watching you, dad, in talking about <laughs> going and getting a quarterback in the first round or maybe even early in the second round. Why not? If you're moving on from Derek Carr, go get you somebody if it's not Stedham to be that guy next year and then bring in your quarterback of the future that can learn in this apparently overly complicated system and have success going forward and be the yeah, face of the team. The, the only one that's not overly complicated, I guess, it's for, it's for somebody like Tom Brady. So um, I still think Tom Brady would oh. be the first person I'd call. You and look at all the boxes and checks, Chris. You're not looking at that, so yeah. Old man who's looking terrible this year. I'd rather have Derek Carr than Tom Brady. <laughs> TireRack.com loves tires, and since 1979, they've been helping people find the right tires for how, what, and where. They drive. Their team of experts has the knowledge and passion to assist every driver, and they're just a phone call or click away. The website is packed with information, advice, and tools that make buying the right tires a snap. Like the decision guide. Very easy. Answer a few questions, and you'll get a personalized tire recommendation in two minutes or less. They sell only the best brands in the industry, like the high-performance Hankook Ventus tires, the all-season Optimo lineup, and the off-road capable Hankook Dynapro light tire truck and SUV tire ratings, reviews, test results, and the national network of over 10,000 recommended installers, free road hazard protection and fast free shipping with delivery in as little as one day. In many areas, they even offer mobile tire installation that comes to your home or office tire installation on your terms. Game changer. I'm telling you, go to tire slash sports and see for yourself. That's tire slash sports tire the way tire buying should be. It's Arnie and plank of Fox sports radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith show with mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific hey this is jason mcintyre join me every weekday morning on my podcast straight fire with jason mcintyre this isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day straight fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book and all the best guests do yourself a favor and listen to straight fire with jason mcintyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... 
or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Night, final, uh, final hour. I'm trying to quit this show of two hours. Hour two <laughs> from the TireRack.com What are you doing? Ah, uh, you know, I feel good about things. I felt like we gave a good first hour. And that's it, just wrap it up. Just, yeah, just, just re-air that. Tape it. Play it a few more times uh, as we broadcast live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Monte Bolognese is on updates. Bo Benson is helping us out. We got Peter Bukowski coming up in just a bit. And, of course, Alex Tyshirt on the wheels of steel in the millions. And mm. millions of editors behind the scenes calling and bringing us all the great audio. Now, real quick. Yes. Pay off a tease. Before Peter Bukowski joins us and we talk about the Packers and we talk about the NFL. Arnie, we know that Nathaniel Hackett is out. There is a vacancy in Denver. There's also a vacancy in Carolina, and there is a vacancy in Indy. Now, with, with the way things have gone with, with Colts, would assume Jeff Saturday doesn't have a shot, but listen, Jim Irsay is going to Jim Irsay. I, I don't know. It, it could be crazy town there, and I mean that with peace and love. But it, of those three, before we get to surprise vacancies, what's the best job? Of those three. I mean, you just say, I think I'll pass and, and wait for another potential gig or a potential opening. But I, I mean, I don't know. Russell Wilson in Denver, you can get your own quarterback in either Indy or Carolina right now. Or, or maybe Sam Darnold's kind of making a case for him to be the, the long-term quarterback in Carolina. I don't What's the best job of those three right I, now? I did not know that Denver was still open. Um, you caught me by surprise there. I thought Sean Payton was pretty much uh, pending. Am I wrong on that? Is is that not going to happen? Is that is that not a possibility or what? I hear Dan Quinn. I don't know. Oh, really? If, I don't know if Arnie Spanier has that inside source there at Denver or if he's just throwing S off the wall to see if it sticks. But it seems as if most of the conversations have centered around Dallas Cowboy defensive coordinator Dan Quinn and that. I mean, Sean Payton's already said he's putting Vic Fangio as his defensive coordinator whenever he gets a gig, right? He's already started to put together right. a coaching staff. So we've seen, I mean, Wade Phillips went back and was the DC at Denver. So I, I, I don't know, guys. I mean, maybe there's a, maybe there's a possibility or, or an opportunity for Payton in Denver. But if you're Sean Payton, knowing that it looks like the Chargers won't make a move, right? Might, might you wait for potentially somewhere like Arizona or 
another place where you'll have more personnel control than you might at Denver with George Patton? Or do the Broncos just move on from their GN too? I don't want to go to Denver because I wouldn't want to have to deal with Russell Wilson. I'm sorry. I just don't think he's got it left, especially for what the contract that he's got. You mentioned Arizona. That's very appealing to me. Not because I'm a big Murray fan, but now that Murray's going to be out for nine months, now that if I take over there, I really get to bring my own quarterback. I get to bring somebody in. And, I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do about Murray and that contract, though. That's that's going to be just hanging over my head. So, uh, especially with the injury, and he's going to be gone for a long time, I may have to think about taking that one. Well, it's going to be interesting to see which direction that Sean Payton does decide to go. And 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 let's remember, you, you don't just get Sean Payton for free, Arnie. You're going to have to give up a draft pick to go get him. You just he's, It's not like he's a free agent out there wandering around in the ether. I mean, right. you're going to have to give up a pick, if not two, maybe even a first rounder to go Ooh. get Sean Payton. Are you willing to do that? I don't know. It depends on if it's a low first rounder, perhaps. I'm, well, if you're low not, in the first round, are you really needing a new head coach? No, that's the problem there. I'm not giving anything up in the top 10 or, or anything like that. So um, now maybe if I – does it have to be for the next draft? Can I say maybe in three years I'll give you a pick and then when we're good, uh, it will be a crappy pick. We'll be down there at the end of the first round. But I, I don't know if I can do something like that. That's a little too valuable. It is tough. But for a coach like Sean Payton and his experience, even though I I know that the, the Saints had, had kind of struggled, you know, to get back to the Super Bowl the last few years. Who knows what would have happened if you didn't have a couple of crazy finishes, right? You had the the Nickel Roby Coleman non PI call against the Rams. Mm-hmm. You had the 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 miracle in Minnesota that took place. I mean, both of those games eliminated the Vikings, or excuse me, the Saints from the playoffs. So, I mean, I'm I'm not just ready to bury Sean Payton and say, well, he didn't get it done, so he stinks. But I I'm telling you what. Like, I'm watching my team, and this is very, I'm not trying to make everything Vegas-centric, but real quick before we call Peter Bukowski, Arnie, I, I wouldn't mind. I'd give up a first-round pick to go get Sean Payton. Now, you're right. I might say, I'd like for you to take my first-round pick in 2024. Yeah, but nobody's going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's doing that. You know that. Oh, man. All right. So are we working on Peter, Bo? Is he ready to go? We're efforting Peter Bukowski. He's coming up here in just a bit on Fox Sports Radio. So it is a final The Chargers are going to the playoffs, and now when we look at the NFC, is it possible that the Green Bay Packers are headed to the playoffs? It's Arnie and Plank sitting in for Jason and Mike as we come to you from the Tyrac.com studios. He's one of my favorite guys that covers the NFL all over the map. Peter Bukowski is in the house. Peter, are you surprised by how quickly the Packers have been able to 180 this down the stretch? You know, I I think if you go back to – that Cowboys game in week 10, that was when this offense started to change with Christian Watson breaking out in that, in that game, that just changed everything for this offense. And then you saw, okay, he gets hurt first drive of the bills game. And the offense is just not the same. Lions gets hurt. Can't come back in that game. That was more precautionary. We found out out after the fact um, directly related to what was going on with Tua Tungabailoa and, and the ugly situation with his concussions there. Unfortunately, that is back. Uh, in in the uh, the stories now because two is dealing with it again. So from that standpoint, you know the the offense has been doing this now for a little while. If you go back to to week ten, um, adjusting for opponent, this has been a top five offense over that time period. It's it's the defense in this game that I think really uh, makes you stand up and and take notice because you get three turnovers off two, a three interceptions, um, a forced fumble at the end of the first half, and and. Um, you know, after the first quarter, really locked down an explosive Miami offense. That's the part of this team that has been missing this season. And, and they have not been able to play complimentary football. For them to just, you know, come together and do that, yeah, that's nice. But this was still kind of a, a B-minus game overall for them. So for them to win a game like that against a really, really desperate team in Miami who is, who is on the verge of taking the collar for the month of December, which they ended up doing, I think that's pretty impressive about just the mental toughness of this team. And maybe that is the thing that is perhaps most surprising is in the, in the early part of the season, they did not look like a team that wanted, wanted to be in the fight. And all of a sudden, over the last few weeks, they look like they are relishing 
someone trying to throw punches at them because they're ready to throw some back. All right, well, look, Pete, uh, look, it was a good victory by the Green Bay Packers, and you mentioned how the defense really clamped down. Um, Was that the defense's doing, or was that a little bit because, um, (laughs) you know, two was concussed and threw three interceptions because he, you know, obviously he was hurt out there? Well, you know, look, I, I I can't say for sure you know, why Tua made the decisions that he did, right? I, I'm not in his brain. I'm, I'm sure even Tua would not be able to tell you why he made the decision that he did. The first interception was an overthrow. So, okay, that's, that's what happened. The other two, I think, are indicative of problems that we, that we see with Tua and have cropped up over the last month. His lack of arm strength causes him to rely so much on timing and trust. So he has to throw to his face. The 84-yard touchdown pass to Jalen Waddell, there's pressure in his face. He just lost the ball to the right sideline, and Jalen Waddell runs underneath it. Well, if there's a flat defender he doesn't see over there, that's an interception. Instead, it becomes an 84-yard touchdown because Jalen Waddell is a special athlete. So the Devontae Campbell interception is a play where the, they, he, it's, a, it's a look that they got earlier in the game. The Packers show a slightly different defensive look. And he's just playing point and shoot. He's a, he makes those mistakes. That's the problem with Tua at this point in his career. And the one um, to Russell Douglas to end the game, it looks really bad because it goes right to Russell Douglas. Mm. But it's the same concept that they ran earlier in the game and, and got the Packers on. So Tua is going, this is open. He has to throw with so much anticipation that sometimes he, I think, is ignoring what he's seeing because he's going, no, this works. And I know if I put the ball in this spot, it's going to work. Well, not if the defender is reading you all the way. Russell Douglas played it beautifully in between, and it was like he didn't even look at Devondre Campbell or Russell Douglas. He just trusted Mike McDaniel to have the play work. And because he's so used to always having to play with that kind of anticipation, it causes him to make some of these decisions that end up looking kind of brain farty, now, maybe he had a, a real reason, a medical reason for this, but I, I think it is a part of a broader discussion that we need to have about Tua and mm-hmm. some of the deficiencies that he has physically. We're hanging out um, with Peter Bukowski, locked on Packers. Great follow on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Again, a final in Monday Night Football as the Chargers are going to the playoffs to beat the Colts 20-3. to So let, let's shift back to just kind of how and, and, and why we're in this position. Is it a matter, kind of like Aaron Rodgers said after the game, hey, listen, you know, some things happened around us that, that helped out the Packers to be in this position, or is it truly a case where this team is kind of finding its post-Devante Adams stride? I think it's both. I mean, you know, look, they needed about a half a dozen things to go right for them on Saturday for Sunday to mean as much as it did, and, and all of those things happened. So it, I, I think it's, it's really interesting to hear Rodgers say that because I do think if some of those things had gone the wrong way, you know, if, if the Lions win – and uh, the commanders win, then you just feel like, ugh, this is, it's kind of getting hopeless, and maybe you're not locked in the same kind of way. But everything broke right, and the Seahawks lose, and the Lions lose, and the 49ers win. They beat the commanders. The commanders lose. Everything that you needed to happen happened. And so I think that, that steals you a little bit to go in and say, okay, if, if we go out and play our best ball, we can win this game and be right back in the mix. It's not – you know, chasing that 1% outcome at the end. I think, that, I think that matters to these players, and that was enough to get them in the right frame of mind. Now, now, all that being said, they were down 20 to 10 with two minutes left in the first half, and it looked like, okay, the season's about to be over. They forced the fumble. Jerron Reed makes a great play offseason acquisition this year from Brian Gutekind, a, a GM that, that has some, some critics in Packer Nation, to be sure. They make that play. They make it 20 to 13 to end the half. They come out in the second half tied at 20, shut the, the Dolphins out, and ultimately win the game. That was a tide turner in the Packers' season. I do think, though, it mattered that everything around them happened to go right to put them in this position. Um, but there, you still have to take advantage of those opportunities. Pete, let me ask you in the playoffs, Miami, Green Bay, neither or both. What do you think happens to those two teams? Well, the Dolphins still have a really good chance to get in, right? So that's, that's the good news for them. They, they play teams who are in front of them. I, I think it's going to ultimately come down to, I think if they, they still have an 80% chance based on the models, if they just beat the Jets at the end of the year, um, that, that gives them a, a good shot at 9-8 and eight to get in. 
Um, but it, the, 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 it takes a little bit more for the Packers. They got to beat the Vikings this week. The Vikings still trying to play for that two seed potentially. Um, and then a game Lions and the Lions might be all but eliminated, you know, depending on what happens this week, they could be fully eliminated going into that last game. The, the Packers and, and the Lions have played in week in the last week of the season, like 10 years in a row, it seems like. Um, and, and so maybe that game matters. Maybe it doesn't. Packers are going to be favored in both those games. So I, I think, I think my money is on just the Dolphins. Um, but I, I, I would not be surprised if both of these teams end up being in the playoffs. And I think they're both potentially scary teams in the playoffs, especially for those two seats. You made Arnie so happy tonight. Uh, <laughs> hey, Peter, a couple more before we let you get out of here. Obviously, you're one of my favorite NFL minds because beyond just the Packers, you have such a, a keen eye on the rest of the league. So we saw Nathaniel Hackett get uh, mm. fired tonight, and, and that's three openings right now. In your opinion, I mean, is, is, is that a salvageable situation in Denver right now with Russell Wilson? And will that be a job that – you know, you hear Sean Payton attached to every opening. Everyone seems to think it's Dan Quinn's job now going forward. But what do you see as far as the desire for someone to want to come to Denver and coach Russell Wilson in that roster? Well, here's my question, guys. In this cycle, what's the good job? Like, True. not even a great job. What's the good job? I mean, the, the Carolina situation is a mess. I don't know. Steve Wilkes might play himself into that job, given the way that the Panthers are, are playing right now. But I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the way David Tepper wants to go. Obviously, what's going on with Nathaniel Hackett? Um, you know, the, the Denver has those, those new owners have a ton of money. But congratulations, you have a quarterback who you know is is reliving weekend at Bernie's right now. And so I don't. <laughs> I don't understand what what you're getting there. I don't know why Sean Payton would. Sean Payton has said on the record, quarterback matters to me. So why would he want to go to a situation like that? If you sort of extrapolate out at other places, you know, there's always a surprise firing, you know, he'd been linked heavily to Dallas, but you know, Dallas, I don't know. Why couldn't Dallas win the NFC this year? I don't yeah. think that's crazy. Like, I don't think that job is going to be open. And Brandon Staley just made sure that he is going to be the coach in LA next year. So where is the Sean Payton opening? What, what is, what is the one that makes you go, Oh yeah, that's the great opportunity for a team to really come in and, and change things right away. I mean, I think the Packers job felt like that when, when Matt LaFleur got it, you know, in a way, because you had Aaron Rodgers. I just don't think that those are opportunities that are out there. And then it's just sort of like, okay, well, one of 32, I get it. But man, I, that job does not seem desirable to me at all. Is it better than like, if the Texans want the, the Texans seems fait complete that they're going to hire um, Josh McCown, just because that's who they wanted to hire last year, and they hired Lovey Smith instead. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know where the where is the good job. I mean, I think Great it's going to take a surprise firing somewhere, or maybe a retirement. Like if Bill Belichick retires, could that be mm. an appealing? But I, I don't know. That doesn't seem like a great job to me nope. either. This is a weird, a weird cycle, guys. Maybe Arizona. Maybe uh, we talked about that. If that's open. Well, if you can get Kyler to do his homework, I don't know. He wants to play video games. <laughs> yeah, but he's he'll be out for nine months, so you may have to bring in your well, own quarterback. But, but see, that's why it's, it's it would be weird to fire Cliff Kingsbury, and and know that whoever you bring in there is just like DOA for the first eight weeks at least, and maybe the whole season. So you know, I think the, uh, there was a great a great article that Ben Solak wrote in the Ringer um, that the headline was. The Broncos fired Nathaniel Hackett because they couldn't fire Russell Wilson, <laughs> and 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 that's the, that. I mean, that seems like it's the truth. Um, and and by, by I mean, I was just talking to our Locked On Broncos host Cody Rourke about this, um, and and he was saying that Nathaniel Hackett did not lose that locker room. Russell Wilson lost that locker room. Mm. That those guys still like Nathaniel Hackett, and so I think you're you might be looking at a similar thing in Arizona, like. Uh, do do Kyler Murray's teammates love playing with Kyler Murray? Is this a Kyler? Is this a Cliff Kingsbury problem or a Kyler Murray problem? No, I think it's a both problem. But then why did you just extend everybody? Like everybody, Steve Kime, who's not who's not there anymore. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury, you just extended, seemingly out of spite. So like, what is what? I, I'm doing the Brian Windhorst fingers. Like, what is going on in Arizona? <laughs> I don't. I, I I don't know, and I don't. I, I just. Like, again, is that a desirable situation with Kyler Murray, who is, is getting paid top money, is coming off a major injury, and whose athleticism is an essential part of 
his quarterback play. Plus, you have to be worried about is he is he taking this seriously? Is he studying? Is he doing all the things that you have to do to be maniacal about that position? Like, I feel like I need Russell Wilson to be like thirty percent more like Kyler Murray and just chill out. And I need Kyler Murray to be thirty percent more Russell Wilson and take things way more seriously than he does. And maybe you find the Goldilocks zone for both of those guys. I think the reality is that's just not going to happen. Mm. Peter, you're the man. I hope you had a great holiday. I hope you have a great new year. I always dig reading you your stuff and listening to you. Have a great evening, man. We'll do this again soon. All right. Talk Thanks, soon. Pete. It's one of my favorite dudes on the planet, Peter Bukowski. Love him. Uh, if you're not following him on Twitter, do yourself a favor and go to Twitter. Twitter.com. Have you ever heard of it before? At Peter underscore Bukowski locked on Packers. But as you heard, so much more than that. All right. So I feel like in some ways, Arnie, we're just getting started here on a Monday night on Fox Sports Radio. And as always, we come to you live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com loves tires. And since 1979, they've been helping people find the right tires for how, what, and where they drive. Their team of experts has the knowledge and passion to assist every driver, and they're just a phone call or click away. The website is packed with information, advice, and tools and make buying the right tires a snap. Like the decision guide, that's the tire decision guide, answer a few questions and you'll get a personalized tire recommendation in two minutes or less. They sell only the best brands in the industry, like the high-performance Yokohama Advent Tire, the Season Avid lineup, and the off-road capable Geolander light truck tire. Ratings, reviews, test results, and a national network of over 10,000 recommended installers, free road hazard protection, and fast free shipping with delivery in as little as one day. In many areas, they even offer mobile tire installation that comes to your home or office. Tire installation on your terms, game changer. I'm telling you, go to TireRack.com slash sports and see for yourself. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. When we come back, let's get into those potential surprise vacancies in the NFL next on Fox Sports Radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 